does this kick end goal, is he going to do anything for his defense with a high ceiling in the air, you know? He's starting Stefan Diggs! <laughs> Stefan Diggs is ranked 16th in his position. Shut up, Will! He's taking out the free agents and waivers. I don't like guys who are in the waivers. That's how you win the freaking league! Hello and welcome to Podcast Per Reception. I'm your host, Matt Cave, and I'm here with Aiden. Woo! It is just Aiden, but Will should be joining in Woo! soon. I'll bring the energy. Don't, I don't worry. I doubt Nathan's going to come in because he likes baseball, but... I mean, we all like baseball, yeah, but we actually, his team's actually in it. We're like the only four so. people in America that like baseball right now, so that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of weird. All right, you can... I'm currently watching the baseball game, so... You got a you got a I score can, update for the fans. This will be important for the pod for people listening. What's the score? Uh yes, the Strohs are up two to one. Mm. Oh God, Michael A. Taylor just got hit in the back by a blooper. I think he like the, dove and missed it and got hit in the back. This that is, was exciting. This is the play by play no, people want. Victor Robles, sorry. Dude, I love but, Victor Robles. I don't know why. I think he's fun to watch. So now it's now there's a uh, Houston has a man on third and second with two outs. Bottom of the third. Church is already at 64 pitches. What what so, an update for the fans. Exciting I bet, stuff. I bet they're really into this now, this game that happened when they, for them nailed yesterday. in the back by a blooper. That was incredible. That's fantastic. He, he just completely missed it, whips it, and then gets nailed right in the shoulder. It's like a classic Nathan Thompson play. They've slow-moed this five times now. <laughs> I've never seen this before. This is incredible. Anyway. You can follow us on oh, Twitter cool. at Podcast Per Reception. We're on all the cool stuff. We're on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Podcasts for all the When's the last time we us. tweeted? I don't know. That's like a Nathan thing. It hasn't been that long ago, actually. I think Nathan did stuff, but... I no, I haven't seen anything lately. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're fresh off a of bye week. Yes. I had just come back from Philadelphia visiting Will that same day. Will said he couldn't get on. I can't remember what everyone's thing was, but... I think it was mostly me. We're just busy. Yeah. We're um, busy. But, but we're back, and uh, this is going to be our best show yet, because it's just Aiden and I right now, and we we bring the heat. Tell him, Aiden. Okay. That's the heat right there. <laughs> you, you can hear it. You can hear the fire. I actually, so I got a complaint from somebody um, about the podcast. You got, you want Oh, to, yeah? Uh, Are they talking s- about the league, our league too uh no 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 they said we have not brought up they say we call ourselves the premier jordy nelson podcast and yet we haven't brought him up in a while so do you want to give the fans a quick update on jordy nelson i don't know where jordy nelson is i assume he's with jared allen and somewhere in wyoming fantastic well if you actually look on his twitter the last thing he tweeted was i'll get you next time matt forte Awesome stuff at NFL kickoff. Verizon up, members. So he's he's a he looks like he's sponsoring Verizon right now, and he's playing Matt Forte in like a in a flag football game, and he lost. What an idiot! So we're now the premier Matt Forte podcast. Um, nice throwback. He he had some he had some good seasons. Um, all right, let's jump into news. We have a little bit to cover, but it's as there there's some interesting stuff. You let's do. I think I don't know what the biggest piece of news is, but we'll cover the two trades two first. Trades. Yeah, that's the fun stuff. So Emmanuel Sanders got traded to the 49ers. I think it was him and a fifth for like a third and a fourth round. I think that that Denver's gonna get so yeah. quite quite a bit for him. Um, how do you think 
this affects Emmanuel Sanders going forward? I know that they're real excited. A, yeah, I think it's an upgrade for Sanders. I think he's probably startable now. Like, he was always kind of flexible, but I think he could be a low-end or a mid-tier wide receiver, too, with Jimmy G at the helm instead of uh, Joe Flacco. But um should be exciting for Emmanuel Sanders. It's just like an upgrade, so it's nice. Yeah, it might take a little bit, but I know they're like they really plan to use him because they wanted to get him early this week, so they could. They, I mean, he's, who else is the wide receiver there? Yeah, it's like Marquise Goodwin, Dart, Dante Pettis. Yeah, and then like they they have the like a couple of rookies, but um, yeah, the Niners are gearing up for a big old playoff run, so they're yeah they they making some moves. They came out and said they wanted to get him early so he'd be ready for this week against Carolina. I don't. I wouldn't start him yet, obviously, but. I would. They you might would, use her in use, toy. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're priced into it, he, he's, he's going to get some play, so it's not the worst. Um, but yeah, I would. I would. You probably already owned, obviously, so not much to do about with that. But I, I think he has a lot more upside than he did with Flacco. Yeah, for sure. The other big one, and I'm not too sure how to read on this. I'll, I'll go to Aiden's expertise on Tom Brady and the Patriots. But Mohamed mm-hmm. Sanu was traded to the Patriots. Um, they actually gave up quite a bit for him. Did was it a second round pick they they traded? I think it was. I think it was just a straight up third. Okay. Um. And he was having Maybe a really good. Like a six or something. It, he was having a really good season with Atlanta. Um. One one of his better ones. Um. What, what do you think about him going to the Patriots and how it affects the other weapons and um, if yes. he'll be started? So if you're a Tom Brady owner, I would be worried about Mohamed Sanu becoming the quarterback. <laughs> Mohamed Sanu is 7 for 8 with a QBR of like 135 compared to Brady's 95 in his career. But uh, I think if he stays at the wide receiver position, um, I think he just kind of downgrades everyone else in the offense, really. I think it's kind of a bummer if you're a Pats receiver owner. Uh, all the way from Josh Gordon to Dorsett and even James White. So, Brady probably stays about the same. Maybe a slight upgrade, but it's kind of a bummer. I kind of feel like Not- Josh Gordon's affected like the least whenever he comes back slash the like Philip Dorsett group because Mohamed Sanu is to me is almost like an Edelman type. Like he's not like a field stretcher. Um, I don't know how you feel, but he's and but he's, he's yeah. really good. I mean, I mean Josh Gordon hasn't been great this year anyway. Yeah, he's been banged up. Like, but. if you're still starting him, I don't know if you should. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play last that. play last week. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> that'd be bad. But the real question is, who's a better quarterback between him and Julian Edelman? Who is the better quarterback? Ooh, that is true. They were both college quarterbacks. This is an um, important. I mean, I I don't know. I always thought Edelman trick had plays. Yeah, you're all, you're gonna get those trick plays because Edelman had one in the playoffs against Baltimore a couple years ago and I believe he's had some this year too I mean yeah so I would like who does Belichick call, call Jesus the I don't wow this is I would I would lean towards why not Ooh, I bet it's like a double reverse pass to Brady I so like he throws it over to element element throws it all the way across the field Brady leaks out jogging which is really just a sprint all the way over to the right hash line and then Mohamed Sanu will fire it back over just to watch Brady drop it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the dream for an amount of people. 
I, I think that's going to be the biggest piece of news for me. Who are they going to go to in those situations? Edelman, Sanu. Tune in next time. Um, yes. So would you be would are you willing to pick up Sanu and start him? Probably not next week, or like, would you pick him up this week if he's not owned? I probably I'd probably pick him up. I think there's a lot of teams that could probably start him. There's a lot of injuries going on right now and a lot of bye weeks. Uh, week week eight, week nine are usually pretty bad for bye weeks, so he could probably be flexible. He yeah, he's he's a good wide receiver. I, I think um, yeah. I, I we've probably talked enough about Sanu, but I think he's always been helpful to like to Matt Ryan. I think he's been a good good guy to have. So, uh, then yeah. a couple of like not as fun news. Uh, on Johnson had knee surgery on the opposite knee that he hurt last year, but he's going to go on IR. I think they said the earliest he could return is week sixteen. Oh really? I think yeah, I think that's that's. I didn't what I realize it was that long. I I believe that's right. Um, Ouch. Which which stinks. Um, and we'll get to some of our waiver wire stuff targeting Ty Johnson, but um, I would assume care like you can drop carry on now. There's not really a reason to hold him. I would except for pride. Yes, so Macker, as what you always do. Yeah, he's a uh, hold on to him. I was a big carry on Johnson guy coming into the season. Juan Soto just hit a bomb. Tie game. I love Holy Juan Soto. Crap. That was destroyed. Dude, that almost hit like the train itself. Does anyone else like I'm just a really I think Juan Soto's just like really fun to watch and he's really it's he's a kind better of, than Harper. Yeah, he's, he's better than Harper. Oh, he is better than Harper. He's so good. And he's so young. Oh my gosh. He's got a big butt too. Holy shit. That's important. Anyway. This that was brought to you by Haynes. Yes. Um, and then another piece of injury news, Adam Thielen with the – he hurt his hamstring. He left in, like, the second half. Um, believe he caught a touchdown before he left. But um, they actually said for Thursday night football against Washington, there's a chance he plays because he's, uh, he's progressing really quickly. I don't really know. The hamstrings are so tough. Like, they're, they're the injury that keeps um, – that, that linger and keeps recurring. It's easier to re-injure. I don't know. I mean, I think if they say he suits up, you play him, right? I would highly doubt if he plays this week because it's a Thursday night game. They th- That's what I originally thought, but they reported that he's progressing super quickly and they think that there's a good chance he'll play was the like was the last report I wow, had. Wow, that's... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if he plays, I think you play him, so... Yeah. It's... It must not be a very serious hamstring because usually those take a long time. Yeah, those are the ones that linger the longest, so that kind of stinks. Um, another piece of news is Adrian Peterson. Uh, he got hurt um, last week. He has sprained ankles. He's a high ankle sprain and a low ankle sprain on one of the ankles each. Uh, both are the high ankle sprains to level one and the low ankle sprain to level two, so not too serious. But he says he's going to play. It's a revenge game for him. I'm starting him. Who cares? Let's just do it. Dude, it's kind of it's a it's a revenge game for Kirk Cousins. Got to start Kirk Cousins this week, right? Revenge game. Hey, for Kirk. Adrian Peterson. It's yeah. a double revenge. Game. Oh my gosh, oh, such a good game. All right, uh, let let's jump into our top performers. Any other news you want to get to? We'll get to some of the other stuff kind of in the waiver wire, but anything yeah, else? Yeah, let's just fire away. We can keep going. All right, our top performers for Week Four at the quarterback position. Someone came to life, and his name was Aaron Rodgers. And if you were me, Aaron Rodgers was sitting on your bench. Um, but it's okay, because Josh Allen was all right. Yes. It was kind of like... 
I, I it was tough to see coming. Um, the offense always looked good, but Aaron Rodgers six total touchdowns, five passing, one rushing touchdown. Um, yeah, just destroyed out of Oakland. the blue this year. Yeah, so because Aaron Jones had a solid game, but didn't yeah. go off like many thought he would. And each of his passing touchdowns, I believe, was to a different receiver. Uh, I think one to each running back, Williams and um, Jones, and then Jones, s- uh-huh. s- yeah, split between um, three different receivers. So, are you now after this explosion of a game? He's at Kansas City next week. Start him for that one. Yeah, you you pretty much have to start him for that one. Going forward, is he just going to be a guy that's set it and forget it, or is he still matchup dependent? Do you think? I think he's still matchup dependent this year, but I also don't think you'll have many people with Rodgers with another quarterback. I mean, it's going to be like, is he playing the Bears? Okay, don't start him. He's playing like a top third defense. I wouldn't start him, but if not, like go ahead. Yeah, it is tough. It tough to in the playoffs. I believe it's Chicago then Minnesota are his are his two matchups. Yeah, I mean he'll probably be fine against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense isn't that great this year. Um, and the Chicago game is at home. Who to note he did light up last year in their home game, but uh, some. Yeah, were- well, that is true. Chicago's Chicago's offense is so inept that it gives the other team a lot of scoring opportunities, even against the great defense. Yeah. So. Uh, next high scorer, Kirk Cousins. This is his, I believe... He's been great. Yeah. Ever, ever since he talked trash on himself, uh, he's yeah. been really good. Um, and he has, as we said, he has a revenge game. Washington at home, Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Gotta start him, right? Yep, for eight, sure. Eight touchdowns the last Thielen, two weeks. Thielen and Diggs are must-starts, too. Yeah. It's I, just, they've almost completely flipped the script on the offense everyone's fine firing on all cylinders dalvin cook's great Thielen and digs are great even kyle rudolph got a touchdown last week yeah which uh we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later but if uh if Thielen is out i would be maybe willing if you're really dire on tight end maybe willing to start uh rudolph probably not but we'll see uh yeah. then the next high score matthew stafford He's had a great year. I think he's he's had a few, he's kind of been up and down. Um, if he, yeah, he'll have his he has a, like a lower floor than most uh, waiver wire quarterbacks, but his ceiling's much yeah. higher. And with carry on out, I think he's a set and forget now. He's his next two matchups are pretty nice. He's got the Giants at home, um, and then at Oakland. Both of those are good matchups. Um, and then he's yep. at Chicago after that. Probably don't want to start him there, but the next two weeks should be pretty juicy. Um, yeah. I'm glad I picked him up a week earlier. Oh, fantastic! Good, good move, Aiden. It's like you're good at mm. fantasy football. Um, then, then the fourth highest score is Jacoby Brissett. What, what do you think of Jacoby? He, so, he's Jacoby is almost set or forget. He's really solid, and it's kind of surprising. I think Colts fans have kind of just forgot that Andrew Luck was in with a thing, and they're really happy with Brissett. So, and the Colts are good this year. His his one bad game is kind of it was at Kansas City it was the only bad game he's had. Um, yeah, which is odd, but yeah, but they were just running the ball so efficiently. Um, they're Denver at home next week. I wouldn't feel bad starting him. There's, there's yeah, Denver's not great. Um, there's there's other people that like I would I would want to start all the other people we listed <laughs> ahead of him, but oh oh, oh what is it's, that? It's Nathan. <laughs> 
I'm done watching the baseball game, so I'm here to give some insights on fantasy football. Oh my gosh. Hey, Nathan, how are you? Eh, living the dream. Oh, that's like what I say. Well, we're going to our, our fifth quarterback on the list, and that is Jared Goff finally having a good week this week. What do you? It, I I kind of feel about Goff like I have a lot of these quarterbacks he's mentioned very matchup dependent, but I feel a little worse about him than I have the other guys. Um, I don't like Goff. I don't like playing Goff. And Nathan, I would like to hear a long-winded explanation. That's from... what I do best. To here's the thing about Goff. If you look at the stats, the downfield completions are lower than the upfield completions. You get a low ceiling and a low floor on this guy. I'm not buying into the hype from the preseason. What I would be doing, if I were you, is drop that dude to the waiver where you should not be owning him in any of your leagues. And that's why my team is so good, because I have Aaron Jones into the... Yeah, that's just all I want to say. But I'll chime in on the next one and <laughs> say more. <laughs> Oh, fantastic work. Uh, Goff is at home next week against Cincinnati. Are you interested? Uh, I'd probably play him. Cincinnati sucks. Yeah, I'd probably play him too. That is it on QBs. Uh, it was a, it was actually a pretty pretty good week. It's a bunch of guys that really haven't... Um, I don't know. It's like some of the lower-owned lower, lower owned guys, not the like top-tier guns, because yeah, it's been like that, pretty dire for quarterbacks. I feel really. like overall the Fantasy week last week was a downer, Yeah, but a lot of players that weren't started had good weeks. Yeah, so. uh, very true. Which, another guy that was not started much, we'll move to the running backs, Chase Edmonds. This is a pretty... Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking bullshit Jack getting it for $4 three weeks ago. I had David Johnson. I hate Cliff Kingsbury. God damn it. Yeah, it's okay. It's it was, all right. It's whatever. It was pretty frustrating because it was like, so. Here, but here's what happened: Chase Evans had 27 carries, 126 yards, three touchdowns, fantastic game. Um, what happened was last week, I believe it was the same injury David Johnson was dealing with, and he went out and played. Uh, he was limited in practice, but he came out and played. Had I think his best game on the season, right? I mean, he just destroyed. yeah, he had like 27 fantasy points yeah. last week or something. And then he's dealing with, I, believe, I think, the exact same injury in practice. He's limited. But then they say he's going to play, and so you've got to start him. I mean, the same thing happened last week, and they were just using him as a decoy, essentially. They uh, gave him, I think, three plays total, one rushing play. He had .2 points on the, for yeah. the week. So it's very frustrating because most people probably did not start Edmonds. Um, and anyone that had... David Johnson almost 100% started him, so very frustrating. Uh, but Edmonds going forward definitely should be owned this week. We'll get to him in waiver wire, but yeah, wait, let's assume David Johnson plays. Are you willing to still start Chase Edmonds? Uh, I think so. I think it's going to be more of an even split. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to try and play it safe with Johnson until he gets even healthier. Um, I right now have David Johnson in my flex just kind of just seeing, I don't know. I'll probably play him, but I don't like it. As your local Nathan, as your local Nathan, I feel the need to chime in on this, even though I have no stake in David Jensen. So let me tell you, <laughs> uh, I think that guy has the lowest ceiling in the high fleets. It's like the Yankees out there with that ceiling and floor and lots of those completions to the... Uh, 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 
Oh, would you look at that? It's your boy Will. I'm back. Uh, Nathan didn't know enough words to be Nathan, so <laughs> oh, looks like fantastic. it's me now. I don't know anything about David Johnson, so I'm going to push this one back onto you, Matt Kidd. <laughs> I think we covered that one uh, enough. I don't know if I. He's okay, like flexish worthy because he gets some work, but I I'm not like looking to start him, but should be owned definitely. Um, the second high score, another weird one, uh, is Latavius Murray. He had 27 carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Um, if this one, if you had him, you probably started him because um, if Kamara was out for the game, so it looked like that there was there was against Chicago where he went off, but you probably still started him. Um, if Kamara's out again, I assume you guys are 100 percent in on starting him. Is that fair? Yeah, but I think um, I just saw something right before we potted. I think Kamara's supposed to supposed to be back. He's on track. So, well, if he plays, then I would not. Uh, I would not start uh, start Murray. I would start Kamara 100. Uh, percent They're against Arizona, so whatever running back plays is going to do really well. Yeah. Then the also, next... just shout out to Arizona and Kyler Murray for being three three and one on the year. They won three in a row, right? Yeah, an incredible job by Kyler Murray and only Kyler Murray. No other person in that organization deserves credit. I'd like to see a little more action with uh, Larry Fitzgerald myself. <laughs> yeah, they. I think Kyler Murray only threw for 104 yards last week. They he, didn't have to, but like, he did not have a good week um, fantasy wise. But yeah, he's, my entire he's been really season. solid fantasy wise for the yeah. entire year. Yeah, I think my, he's my, very good. My entire and well, you know, I know we don't talk about our teams on this podcast, but I do, and my entire. Um, fantasy wide receiver core including my bench players uh combined for less than 20 points this week and i was watching earlier today matthew Bar- matthew barry's uh panic or peace a uh, little bit that he does where he's like are we at peace with this player or are we panicking and all of my players made the episode uh, <laughs> uh so exclusively my team and i, I, start, I started on. i started three running backs this week and they combined for 3.7 fantasy points. Right. We expect that kind of sort of trash performance from you, but uh, usually <laughs> I rap better. So it's kind of surprising. You know, my team may be like bad, but I'm still going to make the playoffs. So it's quite incredible how so, so, so who's how bad the rest of the league is. Among Macker, Nathan, Rhett, Nish, and I. Uh, Macker? Have you seen Macker's schedule? It's the easiest piece of shit ever. <laughs> and then uh, I would say... Red Nish, Red Nish is going to fall apart. Yeah. When the Patriots defense play good Yeah, he team. dropped Tyrell Williams, so that was probably a bad move. Yeah, what was up with yeah. that? Why? All right, well, yeah. we'll, we'll move on. Um, the next two running backs, three and four, were Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. Not much to say here. Both are very good at fantasy football. Zeke's starting to pick it up. Yeah. Once once they found out Dak was, like, couldn't pick apart the, like, really – like, he, he picked on really, really bad defenses – and then once they realize it's like, oh, he's still like he's good, but he's not like he's an still elite. Dak. Yeah, like we should probably just give it to Zeke, and then Zeke ate against a really good run defense against Philadelphia. It was very impressive to watch. It, I, I watched when I watched that game. It was the first time this season when I watched <laughs> Zeke that I was like, oh, like every time he touched the ball, I was like, he could break away right now. Like he just looked explosive. It was the best I'd seen him look. Um, unless you're Macker, he looked bad. Trade him. Yes. Trade him to me specifically and then fifth on the list was austin eckler 
So that's a kind yeah, of... Yeah, he had a bunch of garbage points, yeah. but that's kind of what he does, so... Hey, Nate, do you want to jump in and uh, chime in on your boy? Me? Nate. Oh, uh, well, let me see if I can get him back on the phone here. <laughs> Hello, um, it's Nate. So, that's what I was telling people all along. You take what you got when you draft him for $3. I drafted him for $3. You take that value, that's value, boys. And then you just ride with it through the year. And so you're thankful for what you've gotten out of that core. You don't need any more, but you'll be happy to get it. And really, I think that's why I'm uh, good at fantasy sports and uh, why I'm gold level in uh, Team Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't think you can expect this this production from Eckler... uh, you're not going to expect 22 points from him. I think he had seven catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown. I don't think I see it in front of me. Um, I'd, I'd, ex- I'd expect 10 to 12 points a week. Yeah, it was a very good week, but... Flexible. Yeah, you can flex him pretty much any week and be okay with it. He's going to get about five catches a week somewhere around there, So in PPR leagues at least. All right, let's move on to uh, wide receivers. So this is another guy that was on my bench, uh, Marvin Jones. Uh, he is very good again at football. I believe he had uh, he had four touchdowns in this game, and he dropped another one, so he should have had five. Um, the Marvin Jones experience, even when he's good, he could have been better. <laughs> um, he's he's obviously good. I mean, I think he I feel him about the same as I have felt all season. He's one of the he's a boomer bust guy, and you can put him in any week, and he might go off, and you could put him in another week, and he'll one do of the nothing. Go for it. Yeah, I was going to say, one of the things I thought was really cool was, you know, I wasn't even watching the games on Sunday because uh, I just kind of know what's going to happen most of the time. And um, I looked at the bench. Uh, you know, or no, 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 I didn't. So that's the thing. I didn't look at the benches. And, and the next day I come into work and one of my coworkers says, oh, yeah, the guy scored 45 points on my bench. And I'm like, who? They're like, Marvin Jones. And I was like, you know, I would have had no idea if it weren't for you telling me that because I never look on the bench and no one started him. So got to start Marvin Jones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't... I mean, they're against the Gi- the Giants at home next week. I think he's a fine start. I, I mean, I don't feel like... Carry-on's out. Yeah, I don't... I don't feel... Like, I feel that he's a fine start. I don't know. He's a flex-worthy low-end number two about that. That's probably what he was going to be this year, so... This is definitely going to be his best game all season, but he's, uh... He's very good at football. Um, what do you guys think of uh, Pascal? He had two touchdowns in this game, I believe, for Indianapolis, if you've never heard of him, because I hadn't really. Um, Zach Pascal. I thought his... you were talking about Pascal Siakam. I was like, well, he got very rich. <laughs> I thought you were too. I was going to say he's not with the Thunder anymore. Ah, he never was. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I was just testing. <laughs> so it, he's this is his like second good game, really, like, he had a touchdown in another game. Six catches, 106 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know. I don't I don't even really think he's worth a pickup. What do you guys think? Ooh, there's a person I do want to talk about. A.J. Brown, um, ever since they made the change at quarterback, uh, he had six catches, which is a career high last week. So he's getting more targets. I think he caught six for eight. Yeah, so that – I mean, that's good. Um, we were on, like, the top – five scores of the week but that's cool too no uh yeah he he is very good we'll get to him just saying someone to look out for yeah we, we can talk about him on no he should already be owned aj brown 
Yes. I feel like he's not owned. We he's not, but he should have been. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, do, but I'm not really into picking up Pascal. I don't think he's actually that good. I think he's just kind of fluky. Seems like no one has anything to say about him but me. All right, then the next high score was DeAndre oh, Hopkins. Oh, go for if it. Yeah, <laughs> nope, I'm going to just move on to uh, someone else that's good. DeAndre Hopkins finally had a good week since his blowing up week one. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're going to start him every week and feel good. I don't think there's too much to say. You well, know? you're going to feel hmm, you should be better, but I don't have a choice. True, but he's up to the number 10 wide receiver on the year. That was quick. Hmm. You should be better. I don't be, have a choice. Should be number one. Then the next yeah. the next highest was MVS. He only had two catches in the game, but they were for 133 yards and a touchdown. Um I I don't know. What do you guys think about MVS going forward? Do you pick him up and start him? I don't know. It's something... I feel like Rogers is gonna dish out the ball too much. He's not gonna pick on MVS, so Real boom bust guy on that one. If Adams plays, you, I mean, I don't think you even consider it. If not, I think he's a fine like guy. If you need to throw him in for a bye week, because someone's going to catch a touchdown from Rodgers, and he's he's one of the quicker guys on the team. He's definitely the deep threat. Him and Geronimo. So yeah. And then the last one is Allen Robinson. He had ten catches, eighty-seven yards, and a touchdown. He's been really, really good this year. Um. I, he he's now for me at the beginning of the year I thought he was going to be like a low end two to maybe a flex and like week to week basis you just have to look if you want to start him I think he's just now you, you start him every week is that how you guys feel sure okay sure <laughs> perfect <Here. laughs> let's move on to the amazing uh, tight ends Darren Waller I be- he caught two touchdowns this week um, Fuck yeah. this shit. I have something to say about Darren Waller. Yeah, so I drafted him early on because I knew he was going to be good. And I've gotten some value on that guy. Let me tell you, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah, I think you he's actually picked him up off waivers. I think he's but, got a low uh, ceiling okay. and a low floor. You, Derek Ertz had his worst game of the season, Will, so I didn't huge shit your strap. Do, do you want to tell the folks about that time he called you a sack of tar, Will? <laughs> Call, uh, so all we heard was sack of because you cut out but it was sack of tar actually yeah, do you do you want to tell them about the time they called you a sack of tar uh nathan's blushing so i think i'll wait for another time fantastic uh darren waller you start him every week not much to say eric ebron was the second highest i think he's like one of those tight ends that you can play um, just because like he's gonna get in a, he's gonna get some targets and they look for him a little bit in the red zone. I'm not super excited about it, but what do you guys think about Eric Ebron? I'm not super excited about it, but you can you can play him. I'm not super excited about it, but uh, <laughs> I think that uh, you can probably you know put him in your lineup. Uh, all right, Jimmy Graham was the third highest. Feel about the same of him as I do about uh, Ebron, so we're not gonna talk about him. Uh, uh, let's go through everybody to make sure we feel the same way. <laughs> uh, Wait, Nathan, don't you have something to say? You always do chime in. Meant when she said great chemistry between the guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really in sync, guys. Uh, I think Nate might have something to say, but I've forgotten what it is, so I can't <laughs> translate. All right, Jimmy Graham caught a touchdown, so that makes him the third highest tight end. 
Kyle Rudolph finally did something. He was the fourth highest on the week. Um, if Thielen doesn't play, do you guys want to play Rudolph against Washington? Um, I don't want to play him because he's kind of like Eric Ebron and kind of like Jimmy Graham. It's just kind of like, mm. Gotcha. Um, I'm not going to ask Nate. And then Gerald Everett had another good game. I'm actually higher on Gerald Everett now. I think they actually... Yeah, Mr. Gerald is good. Um... He's kind of taking away from the Rams wide receivers, though, so I'm annoyed. Yeah. the only So, he had those two weeks against Camp Bay and Seattle. He had two good games, and then he had a really bad week against San Francisco, but I think a lot of people just are now. Like, the everyone had a bad game against San Francisco, and then... He had, yeah, Niners are good. Yeah. And then, against Atlanta this week, he, did, he caught a touchdown. Um, they're, at, they're against Cincinnati. They're at home. I think you can, you can start him up with feeling pretty good about him um all right so that's that's it for the top performers of the week oh i would just like to say because we haven't talked about it enough patriots defense kind of annoying how good they are they they had another really good week this week uh, i expect them to completely crash and burn in every single game following this one now see uh, i would bring in ratnish rao actually who's here with me to comment on that but i don't think i'm allowed to do that uh I, He's not on the pod, so no. Can't do that. Um, can't do that one. Let's let's move into people that you're worried about. I would like to talk about Joe Mixon. He's really bad, and I don't think it's necessarily him being really bad. I think it's not him. Cincinnati's really bad. Um, yeah, don't start him. Unless you're Matt Cave and you have to start him this week. Um, Who? Matt Cave. That's how yeah. I feel with which uh, player. Adrian Peterson. Joe, Joe Mixon. Oh, he actually has the... He's in the bottom five in um, yards per carry of any major running back this year. Yeah, that's how I feel about David Montgomery, too. He's also on the bottom five, so is Carrion. Doc Monty, not doing great. Yeah, Carrion stunk, but now he's hurt, so who cares? Um, I, yeah, I, don't start him unless you, like, really have to start Mixon. You're stuck. Yeah. Yeah, there... Yeah. Uh, what about Melvin Gordon? We haven't really talked about him too much since coming back. Really hasn't had a good game. They gave it. He he caught a finally had a touchdown this week. Uh, I believe it, he caught a touchdown from from Philip Rivers. Um, and then he but then they gave him the ball at the one yard line to win the game, and he fumbles. Um, gosh, like he hasn't had a double digit fantasy week yet. Are you guys worried, or do you think he'll pick it up? They're at Chicago next week. Uh, so not next week and I think this just tells you to say don't hold out people it's not good no I would say except for Kareem Hunt I think he's going to be extremely good he didn't really he didn't really hold out he got suspended but oh I thought you meant don't hold out in terms of like as as a fantasy player don't keep someone on your bench and oh. hold out and not drop them until they come back different oh. meanings of the same word we're all on the same page here we know what the lingo <laughs> we have is. great chemistry Mm-hmm. Great um, chemistry from the guys. <laughs> great chemistry from the guys. Um, I didn't actually have a lot of people to bring up. What is that terrifying noise? <laughs> Sorry, I was Nathan. Are you making another <laughs> sports drink? It's horchata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic Nathan joke. Um, I just, I just wanted to bring up. Um... <laughs> so he still does it, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, I just. <laughs> uh, that's great. I just wanted to bring up uh, Kenny Galladay. He had a bad week again. It's so his bad weeks are the same weeks that Marvin Jones has had a good week, um, which I think go hand in hand. I'm not actually worried about him. I just thought he'd bring him up. He only had one catch for 21 yards against Minnesota. They play the Giants next week. I'm firing him up. He's going to have a good game against the Giants. Fire him up. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, Aiden, did you want to talk about David Montgomery, or do you just want to pretend that he doesn't exist? Well, I'm just like Nagy. He doesn't uh, exist. <laughs> just like Nagy, I'm going to pretend like he doesn't exist. He only had two carries in the game, right? Yeah, one of them was a fumble. So, would you drop him? I'm still playing him. Okay. Because, fuck it. Because you're like in the mixing boat. Um, Not really, yep. but... Yeah, I... No, I kind of no, am. With AJ <laughs> Green not being back yet, I kind of am. Hey, I'm rooting for AJ Green to come back too, just in case that makes the <laughs> offense better. I hope he just gets <laughs> traded to the Pats or some uh, shit. I want Mixing to get traded to the Pats. I don't know why. I mean, I don't really want that, but... Um, Even oh. as the fifth string running back, you'd get more points there than on the Bengals. True. Give him that, that Bolden role. Uh, is there anyone you guys are worried about? I'm not really, like... There's no one that I, I was super, like, saw this week, and I was like, man, you've been sneaking it up. Devonta Freeman had another bad game, but he got ejected. It was against the Rams, too. I'm fine starting him next week against Seattle. Is anyone you guys are worried about? I'm not. How, how, about, yeah. how about the Jets as a whole? Yeah. I didn't watch a look at that game. I'm glad I didn't. I mean, Darnold had a really bad game against the Patriots. Like, I think, I mean, everyone is, though. I'm not super worried about it. I'd actually buy low on, like, because Le'Veon Bell didn't have a super good game. Um, I'd buy low on some of the some of the pieces. I guess mainly just Le'Veon Bell. But, yeah, I, I think that's fine. I'm not super worried about that offense going forward. They play at Jacksonville, which their defense hasn't been as scary um then they're at miami then the giants then washington oakland cincinnati miami oh my god yeah get some jets that's a that's gonna be Le'Veon bell's gonna destroy these teams i would would, say suck yeah but even then he's still gonna get 30 carries uh are you guys good about people you're worried about or yes you guys want to bring anything up Perfect. Let's go to the waiver wire. Woo! That we have sound effects now. Um, I just wanted to bring up a couple of quarterbacks for streaming. The biggest one is um, Cousins. He is only thirty nine percent owned in ESPN leagues, and he's playing Washington at home. If if he's out there, you got to grab him and play him. I think that's that's my top waiver wire streaming option of the week is Kirk Cousins. Um, and then if you he's not out there for some reason, Bridgewater's against Arizona. I think he you can play him and he'd be pretty good. Are you guys fine with both those guys? Anyone else you want to bring up as far as quarterbacks? Yeah. So actually, I would take. I don't really have anything to say. I just wanted to hear my voice for a little bit. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, let's let's move to the meat. I think the biggest. Stuff... There's no way he listens to this, right? 
Oh, he's gonna. No, listen. he I mean, doesn't. He doesn't listen yeah. to the pod. Doesn't listen. Never to... has, and I don't think that's why he realizes he talks so long. <laughs> uh, um, let's move to the running back spot. So, I think the biggest one because of the carry on Johnson news is Ty Johnson. I just don't know how how much are you guys willing to spend on on Ty Johnson. It looks like he, so he got most of the work after um, carry on left that game, but they actually did give some to McKissick as well. I th- and they're going to sign somebody else, I think. But ha- how much, like, do you guys like Ty Johnson going forward? Are you more optimistic? No. Uh, what did he What did he produce once he got in? Uh, so he 10 carries for 29 yards. Not great. Four catches, 28 yards. Not bad. Um, yeah, if you need someone, I'd get him. Yeah, I think. Because I mean, waivers I, have I been god-awful this year. So he might as well go for it. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be the starting running back rest of the season probably. You think? I don't know. <laughs> I think Carrion comes back. I read that he's not going to come back to week 16. Wait, really? He had knee surgery yeah. today. I read he's going to be out for one to two weeks. What? He he went on I, No, are you doing this thing again where you're just like making stuff up? He went no, on IR today. He went he went on IR today. Wait, really? Yeah. Did not see that. Okay. I kind of wish Will didn't yeah. get on now. And, uh... <laughs> you can chop that part out of the podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> and no. Then, and then the... Wait, okay. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, start Ty, Ty, what's his name? Johnson. So Ty Jerome or okay. Doc Montgomery? Uh, uh, Johnson, I think, yeah. Ty Jerome or okay. <laughs> all day Adrian Peterson. Oh Johnson, yeah. Uh, Ty Jerome or David Johnson. Well, if David Johnson plays, I'll play David Johnson. Do you go for a double Johnson lineup? Are you? Did you just list all the running backs on your team because you now want Ty on my Johnson? Team? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm bidding fourteen dollars. <laughs> so if you want him, you have to bid over fourteen dollars. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, uh, we're gonna move on. Chase Edmonds. Wait, how, wait, 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 wait. How much is he bidding for? Who? He's bidding fourteen for Ty Jerome. He's bidding fourteen. Who's Ty Jerome? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, he's a running back. <laughs> wait, is he the one we were talking about? Who's gonna replace him? Yep, it is. Yep, Ty Jerome. Uh, see, I'm bidding. I'm bidding. Wait, let me see how much. Mind. Let me see how much auction uh, money Will has. Oh, he has thirty-seven. Shit. I- I'm uh, all of it. I'm bidding a hundred percent of it on Tyrell Williams. Wait, are you really? Oh, that makes sense for you. <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> I'm bidding all thirty-seven on Tyrell Williams. You think I'm joking, but this is not a joke. This is what I'm. Let's doing. go. Oh, fantastic. All right, Chase Chase Edmonds is the next one. Uh, I I think he should. Yeah, he should just definitely be owned, even if David Johnson plays. But he's. And if he doesn't play, must start. If David Johnson doesn't play, you have to start Chase Edmonds. He's top. He'll be top ten, I think. Um, and Lata- yes. if Latavius Murray's out there, also grab him, just in case. Um, but he's not. He's definitely third on the list for me. Any other running backs, you guys? What do you guys think of Mark Walton? Who exactly? <laughs> he had he had fourteen <laughs> carries for sixty six yards against Buffalo. No? All right. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't want him either. No. Just because I don't want a running back that's on not Miami. A good, that's, 
But... Yeah, I have Kenyan Drake in my other league, and it's cancer. <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to wide receiver. <laughs> Uh, Kenny the Jet Stills, um, I think he's the top one with... A.J. Brown. Uh, I like Kenny Stills, but I don't think he... I mean, Will Fuller is not going to be out more than maybe two weeks, so... Yeah, but I w- if you need a spot start, I, w- but I would then get him. You may only need... Yeah, you may only need him for two weeks. Uh, yeah, in that case, he's good. And Will Fuller think- is injury prone, so, like, there's... Here's a question: You need you need a uh, you need a receiver if, if you need a long term receiver you pick Corey Davis. But you need a receiver for the next couple weeks. Do you Tyra pick Kenny Stills or do you pick Corey Davis? Oh, Tyrell Williams. Williams. Tyrell Obviously, Williams. but wait, what? He would not be on the waiver. He shouldn't be on the waiver wire. That's Red Niche being an idiot. <laughs> Why do you think he dropped him? I don't I'm know. Really clear. Why do you think he didn't start Juju that one time? I don't know. But alas, here we are. Did, so, did someone wait? Did someone on this pod two weeks ago say drop Tyrell Williams? No, no, no one said drop Tyrell Williams. I mean, Nathan, I said drop you, Nathan, did you say that? <laughs> I wouldn't say something that's stupid. Jesus. I also have Devonte Parker on the list of wide receivers you could get. So I played him earlier this year. The only like really bad game he had was against New England when he had literally he didn't have anything. But he said. 50-plus yards or a touchdown in every game this season besides the Patriots one. He's not the worst. Um, He's not the best either. Yeah. I don't really want him, but if, if you need somebody, you can get him. Corey Davis? Um, I don't know. Like, I you you definitely pick him up. And Tannehill's, it's a di- I think Tannehill's a better quarterback than Mariota. Um, you just got to see what you've got. But he just has this thing of, like, he'll go off and then he'll disappear. I don't know if that was a Mariota thing. I don't know if that's a Corey Davis thing. But you got to pick him up if he's out there, right? Sure. Like Matthew Berry's been saying, he has too much talent to be on your waiver wire. I don't even think he's that talented, but that's, like, an opinion I have. Um, mm-hmm. Preston okay. Williams is a guy that's out there if you need him. He's, like, been pretty solid. No, no one else I'm super excited. Oh, eight, this A.J. Brown guy? Um, yeah, six or seven, sixty-four yards. Yeah, he's he, getting better every week. And they play Tampa Bay next week. Then Carolina's not. Great, and they're not playing see. Mariota. Who's their quarterback? Tannehill. Oh yeah, that's right. He was pretty good. Yep. Yeah. The those are it. I I still think Stills is. The, I guess uh, I guess Corey Davis over Stills, but I like Stills. Um, these next coming weeks, but that's just me. Um, tight end is really, really terrible. If you, yep, just pick someone up if you have to. If Chris Herndon's out there, it I really would, doesn't matter. I would take a stab on Chris Herndon just because, just hope really. I mean, just hope that there's something there. Um, and then if Thielen I think if play, Hawkinson uh, is is on your waiver wire, you can pick him up too. Yeah, yeah probably. They're against the I, Giants. It's not the worst. Well, he'll get he'll get some work with the running back out, possibly as a backup running back. I don't know know about that. That's what Gronk used to do. Hey, guys, I think this might be our shortest podcast yet. Why do you think that is? wonder why. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, that does it. Anyone else you guys want to add on the waiver wire? Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, I'm I'm just – so Jalen Samuels ended up on ours somehow. I'd probably pick him up. Yeah. Randy should just drop in everybody because I don't know why. Um, That's why his team is going to fall apart. True that. All right, we will catch you all next week. Say bye, Nathan.
Bye. Because this kick end goal isn't going to do anything for his defense with a high ceiling that they have, you know? He's starting Stefan Diggs! <laughs> Stefan Diggs is ranked 16th in his position. Shut up, Will! He's taking off the free agency waivers. I don't like guys who are in the waivers. That's how you win the freaking league!